Welcome to Distribution on the Cusp of Metamorphosis, an MCA Talk podcast series. If you're interested in concepts that impact wholesale distribution and manufacturing companies, this podcast is for you. MCA Associates, a management consulting firm since 1986, works with wholesale distribution and manufacturing companies that are seeking and are committed to operational excellence. The MCA team provides business consulting in specific areas of core competency, including operational excellence, thought leadership, and business process re-engineering, distribution center and warehouse design and resource integration, inventory and supply chain management, ERP and WMS systems technology assessment, organizational assessment and development, sales development and revenue generation, and competitive advantage assessments. And now your host, MCA Associates Principal, Howard Coleman. Welcome back, and thanks for tuning in to our eighth episode. This is Howard Coleman, creator and host of the Distribution on the Cusp of Metamorphosis podcast, a MCA Talk podcast series where we help companies just like your own become more agile. Now, if you happen to be a regular reader of our MCA Talk monthly newsletter, now in its 14th year of continual publication, then you already know that we cover a variety of distribution management related topics focused on a lean thinking and a continuous improvement approach to your entire value stream. This podcast series allows us to expand our coverage, provide more depth and granular detail, and offers a more relaxed way for you and your company to obtain what I hope you will conclude is relevant information. From time to time we'll have some guest speakers and in most every episode we offer some additional free resources related to each episode's topic. So take a moment to subscribe to the distribution on the cusp of Metamorphosis podcast. Listen in on a regular basis and we'll keep you up to date with the latest trends and issues impacting distribution operations. But before we begin this episode, let's just take a moment to welcome our valued sponsors for the episode. Their contact information, by the way, appears as links in the show notes. So check out these great resources, all supporting the business of distribution. First, we have Six River Systems. Six River Systems is a leading fulfillment solution provider and part of global commerce company Shopify. They provide a collaborative mobile robot. It's called Chuck which operates in more than 100 facilities in the United States, Canada, and Europe. And then there's the Wholesaler Magazine, always at the forefront. The Wholesaler Magazine is the number one choice for the news in plumbing, heating, cooling, and piping wholesale distribution industry. Unified Payments Group, they provide automated accounts receivable in order to cash technology that integrates easily to Epicor Profit 21 and other ERPs for streamlined, transparent accounts receivable workflows. Unified's integrations are 85% faster and require no huge capital expenditure. So schedule a demo today. And finally, welcome to our newest sponsor, Team Engine. Team Engine is software that helps companies hire, build, and retain their blue-collar workforce. It's accomplished by delivering proven best practices in hiring and retention, tools that get the job done, and automates the repetitive steps in that process. So get started with a seven-day free trial. 
So this episode is titled Four Key Success Factors for Human-Robot Collaboration in Your Distribution Center or Warehouse. Let's get started. Now in episode one, which by the way you first may want to listen to for a basic grounding on this topic, I maintained that the old formula of walking product around the warehouse and something uh, resembling a cart from one storage location to another is no longer workable. Not with speed of flow, accuracy, and meeting aggressive order cutoff and delivery times as major driving forces. Now, just a little over a year later, steady demand growth, labor shortages, supply chain congestion, and rising costs are testing distribution facility capabilities. Distribution-focused operations are now furiously seeking to automate more and more of their distribution workflow operations and reduce the transaction costs of labor and time. Robotics are evolving faster than ever, expanding the role of automation in key warehouse processes. And I see more and more that they are expanding to smaller companies. It's like what happened when companies began being driven by e-commerce, website technology became democratized to the extent that websites of the smaller guys typically look like a lot, a lot like the websites of the bigger guys. So now we are seeing affordable goods-to-person or robots-to-goods technologies with an easy reach of smaller to mid-sized operations. Because autonomous mobile robots, let's call them AMRs, now offer even more flexible options for boosting the productivity and accuracy of current warehouse associates, they economize a worker's time, but can also cut costs, incentivize employees, and even improve health and safety protocols. In addition, robotics as a service options, rather than upfront capital expenditures, provide an opportunity to minimize costs that are typically encountered in the implementation of new technology. So let's examine some of the factors which I believe make perfect sense to consider in this new world of ours. Ultimately, I believe they will become the success factors for human-robot collaboration. The first success factor, I believe, is reinventing your workflows. Well-planned workflow execution requires more than just the integration with existing warehouse inventory and other order management systems. It requires planning, logic, and the smarts to automate the sequence and allocation of work for processes such as picking, receiving, put-away, bin replenishment, and other warehouse management transactions. Maybe it's returns or other value-added processing requirements. So yes, we need to integrate the AMR capability with the other methodologies at our disposal, like slotting with high-velocity pick zones, utilizing batch, zone, and wave-picking methodologies that encourage goods-to-person workflows that eliminate workers having to walk everywhere. Just think about a warehouse employee, let's say in receiving, having to deadhead to put products into storage locations. They typically end up walking or driving a forklift back to the receiving area, completely empty. The second success factor has to do with the distribution of labor. Getting the division of labor right between humans and robots is critical to achieving the efficiencies needed 
that will make the robotics return on investment calculation in other words the economics of it all actually work out for you labor mainly picking typically accounts for 60 to 70 percent of operating costs in warehouses and distribution centers while travel time throughout the facilities can eat up 20 to 40 percent of a typical work shift so getting the division of labor right in that environment AMRs which can carry large loads and travel long distances without tiring present an opportunity to add value now add to that the newest innovations where for instance you can build pallets of product and utilize the AMRs some of which can carry up to 3,000 pounds to transport those pallets to a final destination inbound or outbound reducing the travel time of a warehouse associate thereby optimizing the picking process and or put away process along with optimizing the warehouse associate AMRs can handle bulk material movement components shuttling they can handle piece carton and pallet picking receiving and put away potentially reducing or eliminating fixed infrastructure such as conveyors they can handle bulky or otherwise awkward products that typically are non-conveyable they can handle sortation routines they can set up set the potential offset the potential risks if a portion of the workforce is out sick they can encourage social distancing also one of the major attribute here that we shouldn't dismiss has to do with extending the life of older warehouses increasing their throughput revitalizing and enabling new more efficient approaches to warehouse workflows with minimum disruption so a major distribution of labor impact can now become a reality deploying both the AMRs and warehouse associates to work collaboratively with one another but one thing to remember first that the job of the AMR is to optimize order processing priority the sequence of processing and the system directed path each AMR will take through the warehouse or distribution center in response to open order fulfillment requirements so it's wise to look at any scenario where things are moving that's an opportunity for an AMR it isn't about replacing the labor force as much as it is about increasing the pro productivity of the processes that major change factor then becomes one of allowing warehouse associates to cluster in zones or specific workstations and focus on the work required the real value-added activities like the judgment and dexterity needed to pick sort consolidate and pack orders again this involves both inbound and outbound transactions whatever the activities now despite what I happen to think is the conceptual simplicity that AMRs offer introducing them into the warehouse DC does require a thorough internal review of your operations yes there needs to be thoughtful planning and it will most likely require some changes to your warehouse configuration and processes somehow I find that what may often initially be perceived as a long payback period or anticipated reconfiguration difficulties may get in the way and sometimes cause initial hesitation but if we are to be on the right side of that AMRs have opened up entirely new use cases 
that can be found and applied to traditional distribution warehouse operations. And finally, imagine this, having new warehouse associates that work as long as you want them to, every day, for as many days as you need them. They never call in sick, they never show up late, they ask for no benefits, require no health insurance, they never complain. They work multiple shifts, they take no coffee breaks, they spend every waking moment maximizing productivity and their interactions with their human co-workers become like a precise choreographed dance. The third success factor is attracting workers and retaining them. The difficulties in finding enough warehouse labor may make at least some use of robotics and for some companies a foregone conclusion. For some it could mean a fairly rapid return on investment because despite higher wages, in some cases even signing bonuses and other incentives, job seekers, notably younger workers, aren't biting like we might expect. Older workers, for their own and sometimes obvious reasons, shun such work. In this tight labor market, there may be other alternatives for them that they view as preferential. Shifts are long, up to 10 hours. Injuries from repetitive reaching, lifting and handling are a natural concern. Keep in mind that a typical picker walks eight or, mo or more miles each day, or each shift. Much of that is unnecessary travel, such as those deadhead moves I described earlier. It's a fact. Common safety risks range from repetitive stress in injuries to equipment-related accidents. Now, a technology-centered warehouse, or DC, creates an entirely different and more attractive work environment. Many employment candidates have already experienced a more tech-savvy environment and have acquired the requisite skills to interact with technology. So as we alluded to earlier, AMRs can be swarmed to bring order instructions to warehouse associates who reside in designated zones and use batch zone or way-picking strategies to fulfill orders. The resulting travel reduction helps warehouse associates meet performance and incentive targets while mitigating injuries, sick days, and very importantly, burnout. AMRs can not only bring a plus to warehouse functions, but also to hiring outcomes. Because today's warehouse associates, as I've observed, want a chance to work with new technologies, and more often than not, are attuned and receptive to other emerging technologies as they come along. So from an employer's perspective, that raises a whole new set of considerations about the ease of onboarding new employees, the training that's required, the employee space configuration, and of course, distribution operation cost impacts. The fourth success factor is the financial implications and flexibility to pilot, then expand. Now, of course, there is an intuitive case for warehouse automation, isn't there? It's very sim similar to what you probably experienced when you first considered a WMS, a warehouse management system. The first step is to understand where and how your distribution operation best stands to benefit. That understanding is essentially qualifying your operation. Ultimately, the question becomes, what's the business case? What's the ROI potential, the bottom line? Particularly as it relates to affordability, versus that very important factor of the value of time. 
So I suggest you think of AMRs as productivity multipliers. In terms of the business case, think things like input and output. How work will be divided among people and machines. The relative time and cost for each shift. Potential overtime savings. How travel time will affect service offerings and delivery commitments. In other words, how it all nets out in terms of return on investment and the future effectiveness of capabilities. Now, given the current business uncertainty about COVID, for instance, is it really over or not? Inflation? In your market's economic growth? Senior management may be rightfully wary. Facilities capacity may be tight, and we know that labor, as we've been saying, is in short supply. And how much of your customer's demand has simply been pulled forward due to product scarcity? So options like robotics as a service, which is a subscription-based way of AMR procurement, are now particularly attractive as they offer flexibility in making strategy cost corrections, that is, scale back or advance investment, as better clarity is reached. Robotics as a service provides scalability, flexibility, and a more incremental solution to help respond to expected business surges like seasonality, or unexpected events like COVID, or buying surges due to supply chain problems. Now, the senior managers that I know recognize the opportunity cost of doing nothing, as labor shortages and inflation potentially erodes margins. That's why some companies are choosing to begin by testing or piloting basic robotic services, maybe in specific and segregated warehouse areas first, then adding AMR units for other warehouse areas and functions as needed as confidence grows and demand dictates. It's like trying the solution on for size approach. This is where you'll be looking to your robotics service provider or outside consultants for support and guidance for longer-term robotic strategy, flexibility of scale, the timing of deploying AMRs, minimizing installation disruption in our configuration constraints, and of course optimizing human capital. So yes, it does take a bit of courage to break new ground. You can start simple, but just start. Unleash and upgrade, unfurl your key company's competitive advantages in ways that are fast, have force, and are financially prudent. Okay, now as I mentioned in the show notes, here's this episode's question you need to answer to be eligible to receive our free distribution on the cusp of Metamorphosis coffee mug. It's available to the first two listeners providing the correct answer. So here's the question. What are the four key success factors to human-robotic collaboration? Repeat, what are the four key success factors to human-robot collaboration? You'll need to act quickly. Just email your answers to me along with your name and, of course, your mailing address, should you win. Good luck. Thanks again to our sponsors for helping bring this podcast to you. Six River Systems, The Wholesaler Magazine, Unified Payments Group, and our newest sponsor, Team Engine. In fact, if you would like to become a sponsor of our podcast, get in touch for details. Sponsorship is available to industry publications and newsletters, service providers, industry associations, and marketing and buying groups. 
You know, we do considerable research on our podcast topics. So again, I'm making available some additional helpful resources to optimize this podcast episode's takeaway. This free takeaway is our three-part article series, Our Bots in Your Future. To request it, refer to our contact information in the show notes, and we'll email it right off to you. And another reminder to subscribe to the distribution on the Cusp of Metamorphosis podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You'll receive notification whenever a new podcast is available. And finally, if there is anything I've discussed or you just want to tell us what you think of the podcast, let me know. That surely would be appreciated. So with that, I thank you very much for listening. So long and stay well.